Hi, I'm Marilyn Dennis. This is Marilyn Dennis Does a Podcast. This episode, I'll be speaking with world-renowned French chef, author, and restaurateur, Danielle Belloud. Originally from Lyon, France, Chef Belloud is widely celebrated as one of America's leading culinary authorities. Since arriving in New York City in 1982, he has continually evolved his cuisine and expanded his reach to an impressive 19 different properties across the U.S., as well as London, Toronto, Montreal, and Singapore. Chef Balut is also the author of nine cookbooks and the recipient of multiple awards and accolades, including the James Beard Foundation Award for Outstanding Chef and Restaurateur and the Lifetime Achievement Award, World's 50 Best Restaurants. He joins me today from his home in New York to talk about overcoming the challenges facing the restaurant industry due to the pandemic, how we can be better chefs at home, and what he's doing to give back during this crisis. Okay, let's talk with Chef Danielle Balud. Hello, good morning, Marilyn, and thank you for having me on the show. I well, wish it's I could good be to in Toronto. <laughs> I know, we wish you were too. I miss you and I miss the chicken at Cafe Balud. That's the two things I really miss. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> thank you. So uh, tell me, uh, Danielle, uh, I want to talk about you and your family. How are you managing through all of this? Yes, well, uh, you know, it has been almost six months now. And so um, this is uh, my country home. And I spend a long, a long weekend here. And during the week, I go to New York. Uh, it has been like a couple of months now as we have reopened some of our business. And we're also preparing a lot of meals for charity there. And so uh, that's the schedule. And uh, with the, when I'm uh, home, I cook very simply. I cook homey. I cook, uh, you know, it's, the, it's, it's summertime now. Uh, we started mm-hmm. the pandemic in spring. So dishes was done a certain way. And then now that we're in summer, it's a little more casual. A little bit casual. Okay. What did you, let me ask yeah. you, what did you feed your family last night for dinner? What was for dinner that we need to know? <laughs> so... I did something different for the children than myself. My my children, are, uh, Julian, six years old, and Gigi, three year old. So uh, Catherine prepared them a little uh, uh, little dinner with, for them, and then myself, I made grilled octopus with zucchini, eggplant, tomato, onion, fresh thyme, and uh, lemon. And that was just a sample grilled octopus. I smoked them a little bit before and then grilled them after. Oh, it sounds, I bet you it was so delicious. I, I look at you and I so admire your business acumen and the, 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 the way that you cook. And before we get into restaurants and what's happening, how do you stay so fit? How do you manage? <laughs> I don't know. I try to, and I don't exercise enough. I'm frustrated because uh, I think maybe the stress of the pandemic and all that yeah. has uh sometime uh got on me but i try to be careful eating bread i don't eat mm-hmm. too much bread i mm-hmm. try to eat very healthy a lot of vegetables and a lot of fish as well so mm-hmm. i don't know i don't have a specific diet but i try to be careful i think it's important but when that's you nothing you cannot purge right Right, you can't purge. I, the bread I miss too, Danielle. When you're craving yeah, yeah. something, what do, what do you what's your go to? Like potato chips or anything or no? Uh, I love potato chips. Actually, yeah, I'm a I'm a junkie when it comes to potato <laughs> chips. 
but uh, ice cream, uh, avocado. I love avocado. I just split an <sighs> avocado, cut it through, put some vinegar inside and a touch of oil and just eat it like ice cream. <laughs> there you go. That's so good. Well, we're going to talk about and how cheese, to be better. Cheese. Always. Oh, well, that there you go. But how do you have cheese without bread? Anyway, I digress. I digress. Um, I, I, you know, raising this family, being a businessman, the pandemic has hit the restaurant industry so hard. What has been the impact on your restaurants? Well, we had 800 employees on March 12th. And we were down to eight employees on March 14. And uh, it's just uh, devastating. And it was devastating for me, but for everyone around the world who are in the restaurant business, where uh, we kept a few executives uh, right after we closed. And But most important, we took care of our team. We really tried to uh, build a foundation right away to be able to raise money and the generosity of our customer, uh, the generosity also of, uh, for example, Toronto-based uh, Todd and Adam Alpern from Alpern Wine, where we did mm-hmm. a Zoom together and he was able to auction wines and and uh, I did a cooking uh, demonstration and there were a lot of winemakers and we raised money as well for my charity. And uh, so I did a lot of initiative to try to raise money for the charity. And this charity has been giving more than 400 uh, uh, grants to my staff in order to support them during hardship. And uh, the generosity of our customer, the generosity of our partners and friends has been wonderful. Is this the hand in hand? Certainly helpful. Yes. Hand in hand by Daniel Bolu, yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so uh, I, how incredible that on the 12th, you had 800. And then on the on the a couple of days later, it was only eight. Um, so, I mean, they're so appreciative of all that you did. And I got to tell you, I've met some of the people, not only here at, at uh, you know, Cafe Balud, but at your beautiful restaurant, one of them in New York, Danielle. And I met people not from the front door to the into the kitchen. That's a huge amount of people that uh, have to be supported during this time. So what are you telling them besides helping them financially? What kind of, um, how do you bring their I spirits mean, we, up? So by today, and that's why I'm excited to be with you today and to announce that we're reopening the Four Seasons, but also Cafe Bourou and D-Bar. But uh, today in New York, we have reopened Danielle, but only outdoor, and that's the sidewalk mm-hmm. cafe. It's called Daniel Bully Kitchen on the terrace at Daniel. And uh, that's a more casual menu where we have developed also a to-go menu. And then we also reopen on the west side, uh, Bar Bully, and we have also reopened our store, Epicerie Bully. We moved Cafe Bully New York to the Berkshire in uh, Massachusetts, in Lenox, Massachusetts, in the Raleigh Chateau for a couple of months. And that was a great opportunity to do a pop-up. So we have brought uh, already 150 people back to work. We have opened Palm Beach as well. But uh, it is hard to, you know, with the staff, we have all our executives staying in touch with all of them. We have uh, our 
director of HR, myself, and certain executive as well. We try to really uh, tell them to be patient, and we are doing our best to be able to bring them back. Uh, mm-hmm. And some of mm-hmm. them went back to their family, and uh, mm-hmm. thanks God to uh, the unemployment, they were protected. They were covered, but that's not enough. Sometimes when you have a family and you have uh, yeah. uh, bills who come in, and uh, and and there were some yeah. real hardship in our group, where some of our member staff member lost uh, family members uh, due to COVID and all that. So. Uh, we have been trying to stay in touch closely with them all and and tell them that, you know, we are thinking of them and really wanting to bring them back as soon as we can. You did not abandon them because right now we need kindness no, and we need no, support. No, absolutely. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to tell you, it doesn't surprise me that that's what you've done. So Hand in Hand and First uh, Food First Foundation, are those two separate charities? Well, Yes, absolutely. And in hand, it's strictly for my employees. And on the board of Aninand, there is three employees of mine, plus uh, uh, some uh, the director of HR and our director of operation who manage that. Right. But Food First Foundation, because I'm opening a new restaurant in New York at uh, the end of 2021, uh, to, no, at the beginning of 2021, uh, right uh, the first quarter of 2021, and it's at one Vanderbilt, a new building in New York, a new tower. And my partner there, Mark Holliday from SL Green, is also a real estate uh, owner in New York. And he had many restaurateurs and chef uh, and, and, and food store who were part of his clients as a real estate owner. And he wanted to do something for them. So he created a, cha- a charity where he helped them reopen their kitchen and produce meal for New York City. And to that date, we have produced almost 270,000 meals. Uh, and to that, I've done about, I think, 20% of them, uh, about 60,000 uh, 60, meals I've been producing downtown uh, in uh, wow. one of my facilities. And, and wow. we have been, uh, and we keep gifting every week. We. Uh, we are producing those meals, and mostly I give them to City Milan Wheel myself. But the other mm-hmm. restaurants who have reopened their kitchens and partners of SL mm-hmm. Green have been gift uh, have been gifting meals all over the city, the five boroughs wow. of New York. And I think this initiative, as a landlord, to be able to help their tenant is unique because usually, you know, the tenant try to beg the landlord to give them a discount or something here, the landlord give them money to reopen their kitchen. So that was very, very good initiative. You know, you're supporting uh, uh, by this Food First too for first responders and those. Here's, you know, a word that we've been hearing a lot, food insecurities, uh, uh, which is an, an incredible, isn't that, that, that phrase keeps coming up and up. You're going, really, in the United States? But that's what's happening right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. It yeah, is. It is. And yeah. I've been the co-president of City Milan Wheel for now 12 years, and I've been supporting it for 30 years. I do a yearly gala every year at Danielle, where we raise around a million dollars every year. But uh, City Meal would normally serve 20,000 meals a day on a normal time for the last 40 years. Now they right. are serving something like 60,000 meals. It's, it's just staggering the number 
of meals needed uh, every day in New York. Mm-hmm. It is staggering. And it's only one, one of many food charities. Right, right. So, Danielle, you're just, you're, you're, of course, you're opening up a, a new restaurant in the first quarter of 2021. So, on that note, because you just, you're a doer, I'd like you to give advice to new restaurant owners on how to navigate this pandemic the best way possible, or maybe even to the, those that do have, and we're slowly opening up, as you know, here in Toronto, but anyone who's listening, what are some of the things? that you you had to keep in mind to move forward? Well, I mean, first, safety. Safety is so important. And I think the, uh, the we are all very concerned about that. So safety of our staff, safety of our customer, uh, safety of uh, everyone who is involved with us in uh, reopening the restaurant. And, and we are taking all the measure and the precaution to keep uh, our staff safe uh, by mm-hmm. uh, sending them to uh, have a test uh, on a regular basis, but also to uh, wear masks, to wear gloves, to have disinfectant everywhere, and and also with our customer, we try to uh, we we not try we we build a sidewalk cafe with uh, the proper distancing and the proper uh, safety guideline to be able to assure that we feel we can be able to provide hospitality and nurturing in the best way possible in this condition. But I think mm-hmm. for young restaurateurs starting, of course, uh, people understand that there's maybe uh, limited hours of operation now. Uh, we don't run the operation the same way. For example, at, at D-Bar and Café Boulou uh, at the Four Seasons in Toronto, uh, we have the luxury of space. It's a very wide, mm-hmm. open uh, hotel, and I think the restaurant have the space. So the bar will be open only at night, and it's not going to be uh, only uh, in the seating of the bar lounge area, and that's going to be only for drink and food. No standing mm-hmm. up and uh, and socializing with drinks, and it's on. It's also with reservation. And then Café Boulou will be open for breakfast and lunch and uh, on a dinner on some days as well. And on that, uh, yes, yeah, so maybe four days at the beginning and then gradually we will bring more. But at, we thought it was important to have D-Bar as also a dining option and a mm-hmm. sort of a social and dining option. So that's how we do. And, at, and in New York, for example, we have, uh, a limited menu. Uh, we also do the to-go business, which I think is very important. And I think every restaurateur should really get into, uh, be able to provide the food they prepare into uh, delivery at home. And uh, we have created Daniel Bully Kitchen for that, for us. And we have two menus, uh, one more seasonal and a little bit more expensive and one more bistro and more casual. And uh, beside uh, the... The, the, the time of operation and the limited menu. We also, uh, we only, for example, at Daniel, right now we do only six nights. And, and we, like to, today, the weather was going to be very, very bad because the tropical storm is coming. So we decided to close right. today and open Sunday. So people have to be very mm-hmm. flexible and very aware that things are going with 
uh, you know, the best condition and the best uh, possibility we can do. But uh, for young restaurateurs starting, you know, watching the food cost, watching the payroll uh, are very important because they are what uh, will keep your restaurant uh, afloat. The IKEA 2021 catalog is here. The 2021 catalog is bursting with tips and ideas. Consider it a super tool for any home furnishing project, big or small. Packed with budget-friendly solutions, fresh looks, and new exciting products, every page includes inspiration to make homes cozier, smarter, more sustainable, and more beautiful. It's the ultimate handbook for a better everyday life at home. The IKEA 2021 catalog is available to view online at ikea.ca slash catalog and for pickup in IKEA locations across Canada. Getting back to the customers too, we have to realize it's not the same anymore. And I can just tell by, you know, how you're doing your protocol, how we have to be patients as customers, weather permitting, because right now we can eat outside. Mm -hmm. What other ways do you think dining is going to change. I mean, I'm hoping someday that it, we go into a restaurant and you're going, boy, is it ever noisy in here and, and be appreciative of it and of the good food. But, but, you know, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but when do you think that it's going to get a well, little bit better? It's, it's not going to be the same for a while. Um, I think mm-hmm. uh, in New York, we don't anticipate any normalcy before spring 2021, I think. Uh, where, you know, there's, um, there's no more Broadway show. There's no more concert. There's no more sport events. So as, as this will come back and the office will start to fill up again, I think life will come back together. But until then, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging for everyone. And, and people are scared. And, and we, we have to be very, very cautious and very, very, respectful of the mm-hmm. rules uh, to apply uh, for safety. And, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I believe that uh, fine dining will always exist. And not only, I mean, fine dining has morphed into many different ways of being hospitable. Uh, today, you can eat in a counter by, uh, and with food prepared by a very famous chef and it's fine dining in a way, in a more casual way. But I think uh, price, people will be sensitive to price. And I think we have to be careful. But um, without calling it luxury, I think fine dining was a luxury in a way, but it was also a privilege to be able to have a very, um, a, a very special moment and to be uh, taking care in a very special way. And I think that will not go away. And the, 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 the thousands and thousands of talented chefs who believe mm-hmm. in fine cuisine and, and believe in making the best cuisine possible will continue to practice their, their, their cuisine. I mean, I, I, I am very sensitive to time, but I'm also very hopeful that one day we will be back to uh, what I have known in the 80s, in the 90s, in the 2000s, where we had such a good time and we got to go back to a good time one day. We will. I feel that we'll do that too. I just think there, there's yeah. going to be a better appreciation of going out, of enjoying good food, enjoying good service, mm-hmm. and enjoying the, the, the talents of those that make the food. And so I Very think much. that... 
Yeah, I do too. I really do too. And this dedication, um, you know, the staff is mm-hmm. very dedicated to our customer. And uh, I see, for example, I am uh, thankful for the team in Toronto for coming back. And, and we know that our priority is to make our customer feel safe, but our priority is also to make our customer feel very happy to have us back and to be able to join us again. And so uh, it's it's exciting. It's exciting. And at the same time, we know that we are living a little bit with fear and uncertitude, but we are very confident as well. All right. So a lot of us attempted to cook to be you. <laughs> when we were in lockdown, we're still trying. Uh, please improve our cooking skills. What cookbooks do you recommend, Danielle? <laughs> I don't know. Like what, you know, I, I, you I, I put out, I put out few cookbooks for you. So for me, okay. my, uh, my dear, my dear friend and compatriot, Jacques Pépin. Uh, to ah. me, Jacques Pépin is the quintessential French and in America. And he, he has written many books, but I love to watch him on Instagram for those little je ne sais quoi he put in his food all the time. Like, uh, uh, last time, what, uh, I mean, he does some recipe. We have a combination of humor and Frenchness and yet very American. So Jacques, okay. uh, this is the essential Pépin. It's a very good book. And there's good. 700 I'm recipes. Good, I'm going to get that. Oh, 700, uh, wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. Pastry, Dominique Ancel. He was the pastry chef at Daniel for many years. And he uh-huh. has a, a store all over London, LA, New York, Japan. Uh, and he has a beautiful book called Everyone Can Bake, a new pastry cookbook. And my wife used it a lot. I don't use it as much because my wife is in charge of pastry. And uh, <laughs> a young man in New York, a young uh-huh. man in New York, Leo Sierkav, and he was a chef also at Daniel. And today he has a spice store in New York. And anyone who is interested by a perfect spice mix should go online and look at okay. uh, La Boite, La Boite uh, aux Épices uh, in New York. Okay. And Leo has a magic cookbook where he has a lot of very wonderful uh, spice uh, recipe, right. but also food of the world. And then, Mastering you know, cooking spice. in France okay. with Anne Willen, cooking in France with Anne Willen, a classic French book by a lady who lived in Provence for many years and Ooh. is a wonderful chef, uh, home yeah. chef, home chef, I would say. Right. And this one is my first cookbook 27 years hey! ago. That, <laughs> and you can find it on eBay because it's totally out of print, but I'm sure on Come second on. hand you can find it. Uh, there's a lot of recipe in it. It's cooking with Daniel Boulou. Voilà. Voila! Now you're all set. I mean, I'm. I was gonna. I was gonna say you've cooked like you, you've had like nine books. One of them has to be yours, right? Yes, absolutely. That's so good. That's so good. Uh, I know you miss it. I know you miss the the. I mean, you're getting back into to business and again. I'm going to tell a very funny story. Just a quick one. I don't know how funny you're going to find it, but uh, I had the honor of going to New York to visit some friends, and you had invited myself uh-huh. and a girlfriend of mine to go up for dinner at Danielle, and we were having this beautiful dinner, and you matched me up with this wonderful uh, server, um, and he was from Pittsburgh. So he, like your research that you did, that's my hometown. Absolutely. You did a great job. 
And I remember yeah. towards the end of the meal, is that Miss Chris? Ah, and then, and then what happened was you came running in because you were busy at a function and you said, I'm sorry, I'm late, but Bono was late. I said, as Bono <laughs> is, I just went, but the best part of that was after we finished our meal, you walked us into the beautiful kitchen. Everybody stopped what they were doing because chef had walked in and um, everyone was so uh, happy to see you and happy to be there. And it was a great, uh, it was a great culture. And I thought this man is not only philanthropic, but he really knows how to manage people and to make them, I don't know, as, 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 you know, like you really love what you do and you show it to others, which is great. Merci. But do you know why I give you that waiter, Chris? Uh, why? Because Chris is dating a wonderful young chef from Toronto, Jackie Kennedy. And Jackie is a sous chef at one of our restaurants, DB Bistro. And she's from Toronto as well. So I felt I needed to connect you with someone who is dating uh, uh, a Torontonian. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, and, and who happened? To, I don't know if Jackie was in the kitchen that night, but she's she's a wonderful chef, and I miss her. Wow. And she's coming back to work with us soon. Very good. Well, please we'll give them back. my best, and 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 you've created superstars. Great. So thank you so much. Uh, how do people follow you, Chef Boulud? Uh Daniel Boulud, B O U L U D, uh, on Instagram or Twitter. I don't do Twitter so much, but on Instagram okay. and. Uh, I am not always posting regularly, but I think also they should follow Daniel Bolu Kitchen, Daniel Bolu Online. Yes. Um, it's all and, there. Uh, but also follow Cafe Bolu Toronto and the Four Seasons Toronto uh, because they will keep you posted with everything we're going to be doing from the food to the menus to the hours and also to uh, the opportunity to have some uh, promotion during this reopening time. It, it's an interesting time. It's really made uh, us think about business and how we do it, but we really appreciate you taking the time out uh, to talk with us today. And normally Chef Balud would have cooked for us in our studio kitchen. And thank you for being with us today, Chef. Thank you. Marilyn Dennis does a podcast. New episodes every week. You can download or subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 